0: One arm drag. Rep screwed rep. It's me, Austin. I did it for the rock. <laughs> uh, shut your mouth, a thong wearing fatty. Number four, arm bar. I am Sir Michael Cole.
1: Welcome everyone to this week's episode of Grapplecast. It's me, as always, your host Taran, alongside Jamie, Dan, oh, nice. and Joe. As always, it is um, apparently there's a pay per view this week, guys. I, I totally forgot. About yeah, WWE
0: min-
2: normal rules. <laughs>
1: about ten <laughs> minutes before the show starts. Basically, I'm off work this week, and I've had a lazy day today, and I've had a, an afternoon nap I did earlier today, and then woke really up, <laughs> and then woke up at about half past four, knowing that we were recording about forty-five minutes, and I thought, well, I've got some stuff together. Let me just double-check what's been happening in the news lately, and then I'm like. Mm, not much. Is there anything else we can fill the time with in today's show? Oh wait, yes, there's a pay per view. Didn't even realise it was this Sunday.
0: Yeah. How well, are we of looking forward, forward to the from... pay
1: per view?
2: Well, you I know, kind of I'm half of a I haven't forgotten. I watch everything, and I can't wait. It's going to be the best pay per view ever. Said no one ever.
1: This. Um, let me have a quick look. How many matches are there? Oh, do you know what? I've just quite a few. Quite a few
0: i right, say there's only
3: seven, or normal rules bar one.
1: Six. So we've got six matches announced. So, yeah, why not? Well, let's have a bit of a, a change of schedule as we normally do. We usually save our predictions till towards the end. But why not? Let, let's go for it straight away, this episode.
3: So I mean, WWE are going away from extreme rules. So why they, not?
1: They did this this whole logo, this like purple and green extreme rules logo i think didn't they bring that in last year when they had the horror show yeah. um that type set up and kind of came away from the logo that they've been using for the last few years um which distinctively looks less and less extreme every year which <laughs> yeah d- is no surprise as jamie as as jamie said this time around as well we've got We've got six matches, um, unless Wikipedia hasn't been updated, we've got six matches that's been announced so far, so possibly one or two more to be added, and only one match has any stipulation so far. So I thought, well, what we could do is is we can do our predictions, but maybe also as a bonus point, just in case the WWE want to throw in either during um, tomorrow's uh, SmackDown or on Saturday, or even on Sunday itself, if they just want to randomly throw in a stipulation. Yeah, well, the bump's been, I'd have thought. Has the bump yeah, been, been on? on? It was yes. on Wednesday.
2: Wednesdays at three o'clock in British Standard Time. Thank you.
1: And they announced nothing further as far as stipulations are concerned? No, no. they had
2: the new tag champs on there. Um, FIFA victory, woo! That's very good. Oh <laughs>
1: well, I, I thought I thought as part of the predictions we could predict if we think any of the six matches announced so far well other than the main event um will have a stipulation added and if so what that stipulation will be um and then there's a cheeky i don't know three points we'll say if you get it uh, if you get it right what the stipulation no. will be uh, Look, yes. I'm trying to
3: claw these points back because I'm smashing but it. Five is too
1: much. There's not going to be no cash ins or anything like that. We, yeah, there is. We, are, we, are you going to lose one
2: then? Carmelo Hayes on NXT has a, a, a thing, a contract where he can cash in on any champion. So there could be. Oh, so he's going to cash in on
1: Reigns, isn't he? Oh,
2: Which yeah, brings
1: me to my next question Who is Carmelo Hayes?
2: He's the winner of the breakout tournament 2021. Isn't he really? that Carmella in male it's disguise?
1: <laughs> and when he,
2: when he shoots, he does not miss. And he's got his best friend with him called Trick.
3: It's Sweet not, Jesus. It's like Santino and Santino, <laughs> isn't it? But reverse, it's Carmella and Carmelo. <laughs> <laughs>
1: this week's pay-per-view then. So, before we go into the actual prediction ourselves... How are we feeling on a scale of one to ten, Joe, on how excited you may be for this week's upcoming show?
0: Like five out <laughs> of uh, ten. I mean five I mean I I mean I I, mean, I, I same as you I kind of half forgot the extreme rules was on. I kind of knew it was on, but as we've said on the podcast the past couple of weeks, i like there's no like actual like extreme stipulations unless you as you said they say oh this is the stipulation on the night so and half the matches they were supposed to have like the randy orton versus bobby lashley match they've had them on raw anyway because ratings have been chipped so they're like oh this was the extreme rules oh wait actually i'll just put it on monday night raw instead so yeah so all the matches that i was looking forward to on extreme rules they've already happened on raw or smackdown anyway I'm more excited
2: about Crown Jewel on the 21st of October oh because we, we can all finish work at like at past five and then it starts, we can watch it and then it finishes by nine o'clock. You know, but the, is it American, half,
1: past, half past five start They, us- time, they usually
2: it? start about yeah. between five and six British time. So it means in America, they usually start about midday one-ish. Which on one which did I come
1: on. over when I lived in Wales? Which one did I come over to your house? Oh, that was, Royal
2: Rumble? that was, yeah, that was when Titus slid under the ring. That was the greatest Royal Rumble, was it? Yeah, that's the first time you met Brad as well.
1: It certainly was. Friend of the show, Brad, and reject. <laughs> God rest his soul. He's not dead, but God rest his soul. Bless him. Right, let's have a look Still at Extreme you Rules. You he is, and he was disqualified. <laughs> He's off the leaderboard. He has been for months. Right, I've only just noticed there's no WWE Championship match for Extreme Rules. Um, I suppose it makes sense because otherwise, what else are you going to do other than just having a Bobby Lashley Biggie rematch? Which, um, th- I mean, they—it surprises me actually that they're not doing because they haven't had a full match other than the, you know, minute, minute, and half match that they had for Biggie cashing in and winning. So it'd be good to see that full-length match, and I assume we are going to get it, and I assume we're probably going to get it at well, I was going to say Crown Jewel, but isn't it rumored that? Bobby Lashley's facing Goldberg again in a rematch at Crown Jewel, unless plans have changed, which they may very well have done so. Um, But then if that is the case, who does Biggie defend against next?
2: Well, they were um, going to have a tag team match. They were going to have uh, the tag team champions go against Bobby Lashley and MVP. But uh, MVP's now out uh, for I don't know how long now with an injury, I think. Um, He's re-injured something. So I think they're trying to make it so that we forget that they had a tag team turmoil match for the entire Raw two weeks ago. But in terms of who Bobby um, Biggie moves on to to face, it's probably going to be in a program with somebody like a Sheamus. Well, they've got the draft coming up, haven't they? So they're probably going to mullet. He's not going to have any challenges. Then he's going to be officially drafted to Raw. And then they'll uh, readjust it somehow that um, Drew McIntyre goes across to SmackDown and they bring somebody across from Raw, like a Dolph Ziggler and Dolph Ziggler faces him for it because Dolph Ziggler always faces a new champion and loses so why not do that
3: I think that you're right has, at least has a bit of backstory because Biggie used to be his manager I made you there you go so, story sold you were no it's going to be against yeah. AJ
1: Lee she's going to come back and face him the title <laughs> I used to be your valley April a. Mendes Lee. <laughs> well yeah um yeah, I, I agree with you, Dan, on, on the basis of somebody like a Ziggler or a Sheamus, somebody like that. It's got to have to be a heel, obviously. It's got to be somebody who's not going to win the title. It'd be happy, but... Corbin. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's got to be somebody who is established enough so it looks like the win for Big E is, is relevant enough, of course. So It's going to be carrying yeah. cross. I hope not. Well, main events carrying cross. <laughs> Carrying Cross was on the main game. event this week, facing Ricochet. And that's weird with Ricochet as well, because Ricochet obviously had his um, disappearance, came back on Raw, did he not, for maybe about three or four weeks in a row, and then has disappeared again, back off to the main event scene. He's and by main event con- scene, I mean the show, not the main event.
2: He's writing his contract out until he can be released, then you go to AEW's Prince Puma, let's face it.
1: I would have thought Speed so. of a
2: pooma, pooma, pooma.
1: <laughs> so, so we don't think there is, is a... <laughs> we don't think there's a chance that they're going to randomly, out of nowhere, in typical WWE-style announce Big East defending a title on Sunday.
2: I think they might do a spotlight of Bobby Lashley going, right, we have unfinished business and they have an impromptu match on the show. I think that there's a, the likelihood that they could do that, but they could also just leave them fresh because they've got enough matches on there already. So it's if and and.
1: Do you think there's a chance that I mean, this is probably more likely something that would happen on Raw. But do you think there's a chance that Extreme Rules, Bobby Lashley comes out to call out Biggie for a rematch, and Goldberg comes back and spears in and sets up the rematch at Crown Jewel, or do we think that would be more for Raw?
2: I think it's more for Raw. You've got a few weeks until you have got the Crown Jewel Jack. Um, they could do it on the Raw um, afterwards. He goes to call out Biggie, but then all of a sudden Goldberg comes out and goes, "I'm rehabbed and I'm I'm ready for you. You're next." And then they set it up. Oh God, yeah, that knee,
1: wasn't it? Was it his knee or his ankle? Was it his knee that allegedly? I think so yeah, so
2: like, old, I'm going to rehab. Old. I'm going to get back stronger. You're on my list. I don't even care about the towel. I'm coming for you. I'm coming for you. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <Well>, I just <laughs> got
1: flashbacks of Booker. Booker T. <laughs> he, he saved himself there. He did. <laughs> but not I can't really anybody do
2: get anybody right in it. I can just do the you know, you're next. But it sounds really posh. Sounds like I'm very British. You're next. But uh, in terms of when I want to do a. Um, a goal big was hey, I'm coming for you. I, I can't really do his accent. I don't know if I anyone else says,
1: call, call green. Call I got green. You, <laughs> it does sound more like clubber. Lang.
0: <laughs> I got you, call
1: uh. green. <laughs> <laughs> Right, let's have a look at the card then and break down our predictions. So, in no particular order, we will start off with the um, SmackDown Women's Championship match. We have the champion Becky Lynch defending in a rematch from SummerSlam against Bianca Belair. So, go on Dan, you're already chatting your way. Start with yourself, your thoughts on this (laughs) match, the reasons and who you're going for.
2: Well, they've done this match in London 02 in uh, Cardiff WWE Live and Becky's gone over every single time. I think they'll just continue to do that. They're trying to put Becky over as some sort of heel uh, which is working a little bit. They're getting a little cheap booze, but Becky Lynch is going to win and then they're going to move on to somebody else. You've got people like Tony Storm backstage, Tegan Knox, Shotzi. You've got all these people queuing up ready to face somebody and they're all faces. If you've got like a heel like Becky Lynch, which she's not, but those guys can all work really good matches and they're all fresh. But with Bianca Belair, to be fair, we're all a little bit bored. I think it would freshen her up if she went across to Raw um in the draft. We I think we're all just waiting for the draft to come. Um there's gonna be a little bit of a trend where I don't think many titles are gonna change hands um at this show. But, so I'm gonna go with Becky to retain.
1: Okay. Brilliant. So we'll put you down for Becky on that one. Have we heard this information about just slightly going off in the detour just while it's in my head. Obviously, the draft itself is coming up, but then it's been reported on the dirt sheets lately that Vince McMahon is now to the idea of having major stars turn up on both shows for the help the ratings, i.e. Roman Reigns being on Raw this weekend, Bring apparently. Bringing back
3: the Raw and SmackDown yeah. super shows.
1: Well, whether or not they do that or whether or not they just say, here's the SmackDown roster, here's the Raw roster, but... The
2: brand-to-brand y- you know brand quarterly invitational.
1: Do you remember when they went through that stupid bloody um, thing a year or two back where they said, oh, you could have somebody, sh-. was it something like you could have somebody show up on a show so many times a year or so the brand many The Quarterly Invitation. Is that what it was called? Yeah. Oh, right, I thought you were making it up, Jake. No, no, it's' an, an, an
2: actual thing. And they would come on a microphone and go, hey, Corbin, when Corbin last came on Raw, when he was beating up, I can't remember where it was, why are you here? Oh, I'm here for the quarterly brand, a brand invitational, I'm accepting this challenge. So but it maybe- sounds as if
1: they want to move forward with that, whether they call it the same thing or whether they call it something else. And again, that may very well fizzle out after three or four weeks and then we just we stick to the brand hope. split. But you can't, if you're going to be doing that, just get rid of the brand split altogether and just share talent between both shows. Either do one or the other, as far as I'm I don't concerned. Think
0: it, I don't think it helps that, like, Raw's on USA and SmackDown's on Fox. So, like, how do Fox and USA feel? Like, oh, Rum and you know, Fox, like, Rubber is on Fox, you can only see him on Fox. And then next week, you're like, oh, he's on USA. I bet Fox are fuming. Like, hang on, Rum and is just meant to be on our show, not USA.
1: Well, it's all right. They're all going to sort that problem out when Reigns gets transferred to Raw, <laughs> drafted to Raw in a couple of weeks, and both the World Champions have Raw, and they have to bring back the SmackDown Championship that JBL never, never got when it was rightfully his, all those years <laughs> ago. <laughs> right, back to Extreme Rules. Dan, you were saying that Becky Lynch is going to retain. See. Uh, go on then, Joe.
0: What have we got on this one, and why? Um... Becky Lynch to retain. Um Brian Cabella was a good champion, but she didn't really do a lot. She was just a bit vanilla. She just didn't she's a good wrestler, but she just like her shit got a bit old really quick. Becky Lynch is the man, she's over his all hell. No way is she gonna lose that title anytime soon. So yeah, Becky Lynch all day long for me. Is she working then as like a tweener at the moment, not really a face or like a heel, a
1: bit of Yeah.
0: She's like a stoke called Steve Austin, but obviously a woman version. Is it working? Um, I don't know. She's only been back a couple of weeks. I mean, she's still over, but when she was in Tennessee on Friday, like, Bianca Belair had, like, a homecoming thing with, like, Kane gave her, like, the key to not uh, Tennessee. <laughs> yes, I didn't she see mean, Kane. She or kind of, yeah, she kind of got a little bit of a boob, but I, was, I put that down to her being in Bi- Bianca like home state, but for the past couple of weeks, I would say she's getting sheared. I don't know not it's damn things, but yeah. Okay.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Right, Becky it is. Um, Jamie?
3: Yeah, Rebecca Lynch to retain.
1: <laughs> Rebecca Lynch to retain. Uh, yes, and I agree with you all. There's absolutely no point having Bianca Belair win the championship straight. Well, that was going to be my next question. So we've all gone for Becky. Do we think that this match, does anybody want to take the gamble? Does anybody think that this match, I mean, I say gamble, you We're not enforcing a rule of losing points here if you're wrong, so you can only benefit... You might as well just
3: throw something in. (laughs)
1: Well, if you... All right, okay, right. In that case, then, no. You lose one point. You gain three or you lose one point. So there's your gamble. So does anybody want to take the gamble? A match for penalty point? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it is, yeah. A wrongful one um this is this is a vince mcmahon just throwing it out there on the cuff tearing up the raw script suddenly decided three points if you want to take the gamble or lose one point if you take the gamble and they don't will there be a stipulation adders and if so what will it be for this match specifically nah no one that's fine i also agree right We'll move on to the United States Championship match, which has had a bit of a change on Raw this week. It was, from what I understand, was it was it Jeff Hardy versus Sheamus? It was, yeah. yeah. So it wasn't a champions championship contenders match. This was just somebody who was already in the match, Sheamus. And I believe if Sheamus lost to Jeff Hardy, Jeff Hardy was inserted into the match. Is that correct? That is spot on. Lovely. So we have a triple threat match. We have Damien Priest defending the United States Championship against Jeff Hardy and Sheamus. Um, So we'll start with Jamie this time. Your winner, your reasons, and will there be any further stipulation added other than a triple
3: threat match for this one? Uh, Damien Priest will retain just because he's still young in his role. And he's probably going to keep it for a little bit longer. In regards to maybe a stipulation, possibly. Well,
1: well be- do you t- <laughs> do you take the gamble, the one point loss? But really, if if Damien Priest wins, but you go for a stipulation, you only cancel out the point you would have got for saying Damien Priest work.
3: I guarantee this now, I will still outscore you all and well, it won't take a stipulation. But your only way your mouth is, go for a stipulation. No, I'll say Do I'm we? not going for any stipulation. You can go for as many stipulations as you I'll still outscore you. That's why I'm number one. That on is fine the, then. On the predictions. That is and fine. And Ban's number one on the quiz. <laughs> uh, right. But yeah, this is the only one I could possibly see a stipulation being added to. But you're not willing to gamble on that.
0: He's not right. <laughs> I'm moving like on. You've had,
1: you've had your chance. I'm going to move on to
2: Dan. Dan, who? Because then you did it at the end last time. <laughs> <laughs> Who've
1: you got? And why? And will there be a stipulation?
2: So yeah, there will be a stipulation. I can oh. see a back. I can see a backstage brawl beforehand, and Postman Pierce goes right. There's only way. One way we can settle this because you guys keep fighting, because they fought ringside um, and hit each other on the table and stuff. So I can see them fighting backstage, like, right, if you want to fight so much, we'll make this a stipulation. Because it's already uh, no DQ anyway, so they might as well put the mantra on it that it's a extreme rules match, because you can't get disqualified in a triple threat anyway. So they might as well give it a bit of gimmicks, put some chanelets and some chairs and some ladders. Because Jeff Hardy can do that spot where he swantoms off a ladder and he misses and then somebody hits a bro kick or somebody hits a big boot and then they win. But yeah, I'm gonna go with Damien Priest Retain and he's only had the belt a couple of weeks and I think they will transition him on into the main event scene eventually. Um maybe in about know, six months or so after Mania. But um yeah I'm gonna go with Priest Retain at the moment.
1: Okay, that's interesting. So you're going with Damien Priest to retain, but you're saying that that will be the second Extreme Rules match of the night. You, you don't think it'll be any other type of stipulation? You think I think it'll it be, will be the extreme, first yeah. of the night. Right, okay. Well, yes, in order. So you i taking think...
0: the three points. <laughs> um, I've actually cursed down on this one, because I've been down pretty much exactly the same. I think Damien Priest will win and because of what they've had involved. Like Damien Priest and Sheamus have had like a really, like, rough couple of matches like obviously um, Seamus has got their face mask on they've been like really getting their face mask involved and like the matches have been really rough so I can see this playing because Seamus and Damon Priest are really big and rough and obviously Jeff Hardy is known for the ladder match so I can see this being an, an extreme role match maybe a ladder match as well so I would say extreme rules because then you can have Seamus then with his like face mask use that as a weapon. Demon priest will probably use a kerisick, and then Jeff Hardy, as Dad said, I'll probably get out a ladder at some point to do some stupid dive. So yeah, <laughs> some okay, stupid policy. dive. It's called the swan it's tom bomb. Swan tom <laughs> bomb. <laughs> so Karen, so Chris, are you, you going, going for Jeff Hardy
1: as well? I yeah, I've go for extreme rules. So you're going for an extreme rules match. You're not going for a ladder match. on, I'm, I'm locking you in for an extreme rules match.
0: Yeah, Are I, I, going for... I think there will be a ladder, but I'll go for extreme rules with okay. a ladder involved there somewhere.
1: Are you going for one, Taron? I am going for... Just 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 hang
3: on. If you're going, going for one, four. I'll go for one. I am we'll going go for... I'm going for...
1: Damien Priest to retain, and I am saying that the triple threat match will stay a triple threat with no stipulation. Okay. There I will
3: stay a stipulation oh, just so I can for... beat Taron. Go on, then. A tables match. A t- okay, fair enough. Right. So, if there's a stipulation, I get a point. But if it's a tables match, I get
2: three. Is that right? Don't be so stupid. That's what you no. said, didn't you? No. You get three points regardless if you say there's a stipulation and there's a stipulation, you get three points. No, it has to be the right. No, match. You,
1: you, have to, you have to be correct on the stipulation.
2: Okay,
3: so I mean, so say for example,
1: to choose from. Say, just say for example, <laughs> yeah. if. Joe and Dan have said that match is going to be an Extreme Rules match, but they then announce it's going to be a ladder match. They don't get the three points. However, they don't lose a point because there was a stipulation. They just cancel each other okay, out. Fair. But you lose a point if you said there's going to be a stipulation. And there is
3: well, you said no stipulation. that means you lose a point if there is a stipulation? Oh, yes. I haven't, I haven't yes. taken the gamble. Yes, that's true. Yeah. Mm.
1: I haven't taken the gamble, you silly I haven't taken sausage. the gamble. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, no, I just say as is. I'm not taking the gamble. Okay. Right. God, you make this complicated. <laughs> Daniel, Raw Women's Championship match. Now, I know you're excited for this one. So, oh. we have Charlotte Flair defending the Raw Women's Championship in, as it stands at the moment, a singles match against Alexa Bliss. Go for it. Alexa Bliss.
2: Alexa Bliss. I think Charlotte's going to retain, but I think there might be um, a little bit of hocus pocus on the promo on Raw. Um, Charlotte basically said, "You used to be a will beater. You used to win championships. Why can't you go back to the old Alexa and be a, a beater and I can actually face you properly uh, without all of this like rubbish and voodoo?" So I've got a feeling that we might have the old Alexa Bliss come out. They might get rid of this funhouse rubbish and she'll come out as old Alexa Bliss. But ultimately, I think Charlotte Flair's retained.
1: Okay, and just a standard singles for this one for
2: you. Yeah, I, I thought. Oh, yeah, there may be a little bit of a twist, but it doesn't. This match doesn't need any tables, ladders, and chairs. I think it's the fact that they've just both been cutting promos on each other. One's spoilt, and the other one is um, possessed, and it's more on the story of it. You don't really need a um, a gimmick. That's fine. No problem at all. Okay, then, Joe.
0: I can kind of see this being a normal match, but again, it's Alexa Bliss, so there's going to be some kind of weirdness or, like, smoke and mirrors. I'm not seeing this stipulation, but I can see WWE, like, putting this as, like, a dollhouse match or something where they have a match, it's a life-size house, and you have to go through all these <laughs> different rooms and, like, smash each other, like, in the doll's bed and stuff. I can see them doing that. I'm That's not my prediction, but I can see them doing that kind of thing because that's what they're like.
1: Well, if there's ever a time to do that match, it is an Extreme Rules, isn't it? But are you saying it will just be a singles match?
0: Singles match, Charlotte to win. That
1: is fine, no problem. Uh,
0: Jamie?
3: Yes, well, I don't know if you guys know this, but Extreme Rules, sorry, Normal Rules is being held in Columbus, Ohio, which is the birthplace of the challenger, Alexa Bliss. So Charlotte Flair will win in a normal match. <laughs> <laughs> right. Lovely.
1: I'm glad we got there with that one. Um, but, yeah, right. it's in Alexa's
3: hometown, so I assume she's going to get over pretty well yeah. and still lose.
1: I will also go with a Charlotte retain. And as far as the stipulation is concerned, I will go on this one with a normal no. match. <laughs> okay. Um, I'll stick with myself. I will on this one because I'm already filling my name in. The SmackDown Tag Team Championship match. We have the So. What up, <laughs> uh, Defending against the Street Profits. Uh, in as it stands at the moment, a normal tag team match. I am going to go for on this one. But who sows to retain? And I will take the gamble. And I am saying that this match will become, it will be announced tomorrow on SmackDown. And I will go with a ladder match, a tag team ladder match. Jamie. Yes. Who have you got? Why? (laughs) And is there a stipulation?
3: Usos to win in
2: a normal
3: match. (laughs) (laughs) I
1: thought you were going to say in a hell in a cell.
3: I mean, to be fair, it's Usos v Street Profits. If there was going to be a ladder match, surely that would be the match. Well, that's why I said ladder match.
0: There we
1: go. It's just going to be a normal match. Right. Joe...
0: Um I'm going for USOs, but I will I will say it's going to be a street profit, a uh, street fight,
3: a street a street profit street fight. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> that is typical. Erodes. That is typical WWE to announce it as a street fight when there's already an extreme rules match on the card and the rules are no different whatsoever. They just got two different names, it's and got it's four just four pounds like, anywhere. It, no, it's like when they had that. I can't even remember who was in it, but they had that. um Oh, Cyber Sunday match. I can't remember. Who it was against them. The three things you could pick from was a Street Fight, a No Holds Barred match, or it wasn't a Hardcore match, but it's something like that. And it was basically or the same match with yeah, <laughs> It's just three different names for the same stipulation. Um Sorry Joe, who did you say was gonna win that one?
0: The Usos, because I could see the Usos coming out with like cando sticks, you know, the street profits coming out with like like okay. I don't know, like a filled filled cups full of like brass knuckles or something, because they come out with the solo cups, don't they? Yes. I could that's see right. those cups being filled with like like various objects. With the foreign objects. Yeah. Foreign objects
1: Right, I've got you in. So Daniel has disappeared for the moment. I'm assuming that's a record time that his phone's overheating. Twenty-eight minutes in. It's gone already. I hope your parents' can be not blown up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. We'll we'll go back to Dan in a moment, we will. To get that. Um we will we'll I tell you what, we'll stick with yourself, Joe. We'll go on to um We've got got Carmella versus Liv Morgan in a, as it stands, a singles match. Um, Just while we're waiting for Dan back, Joe, maybe you'll be able to help us on this one. What's the reason behind this particular (laughs) match? Because this one, because I haven't really seen what their storyline is. Why has this match come about? Why are they in a feud?
0: So Carmella's been coming down to the ring, and the announcer says, coming to the ring, the most beautiful woman in WWE, carmella and uh, basically um liv morgan's been like the no underdog <laughs> girl where she's like i'm i'm just trying to fight you and i've beaten him twice and then carmela's come out with like I, she's like stuck up going the most beautiful woman in the world but she says something quite interesting on smackdown last week after i'm done with you extreme morals you will be ugly as you are you'll be ugly as you, you'll be as ugly as you are on the outside as you are on the inside so I'm assuming that it's going to be like a hair versus hair match or it'll be like oh. something where she like messes up because obviously is all about her beauty and her looks whereas Liv Morgan's like oh, I'm, I'm the problem child, I don't care so I just yeah, screw it, I'm going to go hair versus hair Now, now that oh. is a gamble if I've
1: ever it really... <laughs> You
0: are going for a hair versus hair match. I'm going all in, yeah, it'd be be a Kurt ankle moment. Carmella will be strapped in the chair and she'll be there with the buzzer. So you're going for
1: for a Liv Liv Morgan win?
0: Yeah, Liv Morgan to beat Carmella. Liv Morgan
1: in a hair versus hair. So let's get this right. Carmella is going to have a head shaved bald.
0: Well, think about it. Carmella's whole gimmick is i'm the most beautiful woman in all of wwe you know she comes out with the makeup on she's quite nice looking to put, put it politely uh she comes out you know thinking she's like god's gift to the world what better way to take her down a peg or two than shave her hair shave all her hair off
1: if fuck it, uh, you've gone with a few different stipulations joe could be swimming in the points after this it he's right That's i just i don't goes. know I, a hair versus hair match, I feel, not necessarily needs more build-up, because it sounds as if they, like I said, I just haven't been tracking it. It sounds as if there has been build-up over the last few weeks to get where they are. It just mm-hmm. kind of feels to me like it's something that needs more publicity for, rather than just announcing on the cuff, oh, by the way, this is going to be a hair versus hair match. It almost sounds it's- like it's something that needs to well, have been... Is still,
3: isn't it? I-, I think
1: I
0: know. Yeah. come. They could build it in a way, you know, you look you like your looks, you know, you'll think you're the most beautiful woman in WWE. And then Carmella goes, Well, your I don't hair just hair where back. your mouth is. <laughs> and Carmella could just come back, oh, I don't just get just buy on my beauty and more Morgan go, Well, prove it. Why don't you put your looks on your layer? Why don't we have the big extreme rule match, a hair versus hair match, and you put your money where your mouth is, basically.
1: Okay, that's the way well, I would do it. That is inter- Now that's that is a gamble. If I've ever heard one, I mean that could very well pay off. I I don't know, but we will see. Right, we will move on to Jamie. Joe, do you want to go and find out where Dan's got to and see where he yeah, is? And, 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 I, and I'll um I'll get Jamie's reasonings and predictions off him. So I'm Jamie's going
3: for so, a hair versus hair. no, <laughs> no, he is. He's stealing the thunder. Now he is. No. Liv Morgan will win in a normal match.
1: Liv Morgan will win in a normal match in this one. See, so you're
3: really, really surprised. I think you were going for Carmella at the start of this. Now we're all going for Liv Morgan. You're like,
1: well, I better go for Liv Morgan because it seems
3: like she's going to win.
1: Well, no, the the problem is I don't know enough about this feud, to be quite honest, to know whether or not... Uh, to know who's going to win effectively. That's, mm-hmm. that's, the is- that's the issue with this one. If I'd have... Yeah. Um, if I'd have known more about it, because I know that obviously Carmella was supposed to face Bianca Belair for the title, wasn't she? When Sasha Banks got ruled out, and I kind of thought, well, she was effectively shat on. So is it time for Carm- Carmella to get a win or some description back? Um, but I don't really know how... Yeah, Morgan. I Liv Morgan? Yeah, but how, how is Liv Morgan being built at the moment? Is she... I don't know if you know, I Joe. I
3: think it's more like is a she, kind of... Is she of over at the moment? She's
0: getting over by herself. Yeah, Liv Morgan is quite over at the minute. She's like doing like the Harlequin gimmick. She has like the teardrops under her eye. She's doing like the misunderstood gimmick. Like I'm, I'm she's like the troubled teenager. Like I've had problems in the past, but I've overcome them, and I'm just here to do my best. And Carmella's gimmick is, as I said, the most. I'm the most beautiful woman in all of WWE. Look at look at me. You know you're all jealous of me. You all want to be with me. That's that's basically what she's doing. Okay. And so, Corey
3: Graves is loving it.
0: <laughs> I'm
1: sure he is. Um, in that case, I will go See, with. He's now. <laughs> I will go with a Liv Morgan win. I hope
3: Carmella wins now.
1: <laughs> in typical Greg master MasterChef, though, I will go. Ooh. However, because that's what he always says on MasterChef, there will be a stipulation to this match and it will not be hair versus hair i'm going to say just so they can get everyone on the show this will be a lumberjill match (laughs) so that is what i'm
3: going for um joe did you good but i don't think they're over as much i think when you talk about messing her up and stuff Put them in a steel cage, but they're not big enough to be in a steel cage match. I don't think like that's kind of like a spectacle, it? and it'll be like just a throwaway match in the middle.
0: That's the problem, it's... yeah.
3: Then oh, that's what Morgan
0: it was, and uh... Carmelo in a Guantanamo B match. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll go
1: with the I'll go with the Lumbjil, uh match on this one, and yeah, Luke Morgan to win. Uh, Joe, did we find out where Dan's whereabouts are?
0: Yeah, he's on the phone to my parents, giving IT support because they're. Their computer's blown up, so he's telling them how to
1: fix it. <laughs> Brilliant. Okay. I'm sure he'll join us back in a moment and we can get the rest of his predictions.
0: Yeah, my, my my, mum's like 65. My dad's 63. They're, they're not exactly the best with technology, so he's trying to help them over the phone.
1: That's fine. No, that's no problem at all. Right, let's get on to what I assume will be the main event, as long as we're not getting a, a Big E match, which doesn't sound like it. Do we reckon Big E will appear on the show?
0: Yeah, probably just to like wiggle, wiggle his uh, tits and like throw some pancakes.
1: <laughs> Good stuff. Right. Okay. So we've got the Universal Championship match. I am happy to announce that in this match there is a stipulation. This is an extreme Can I gamble match.
3: for no stipulation. Can you Don't gamble for what well,
1: that, they, that they're going to cancel take it off are they? The stipulation? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Then. Um I think I think we may have Dan back, or he may be back in a moment. Dan, are you there? He is here. In that case, then before we move on to the main event, we'll get Dan's um prediction. So Dan, whilst you were away helping um your parents, tech support. support, We had a couple of predictions. No, let let Dan go in
3: blind. Let's see what he says. No, no, that's fine.
1: So Dan the SmackDown Tag Team Championships, the Usos versus the Street Profits. Um, I think you already did. You already hear my predictions on that one. I think I can't remember. I
2: think so, yeah. But um, my prediction well, is going to be new new champs, and we're going to go with the Street Profits. The Street Profits,
1: okay, fair enough. Will there be a stipulation? Nothing. Okay. Well, nah. Joe, Joe went <laughs> with. Uh, sorry, Jamie went with the Usos. I went with the Usos, but I said this will be a ladder match he's gone <laughs> <laughs> he's gone <laughs> so for all this tech support that he's that he's giving his parents at the, at the moment he can't even work his own technology
3: They're probably calling him back again
1: probably going yeah. well what we did was is we press we pressed that button and it didn't work
2: i don't know for some reason it just jumped me out again you
1: we uh we we didn't we didn't chuck you out. <laughs> don't don't you worry. Right, he's here. I can see his face. Good. So, he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> this is brilliant, isn't it? It's the normal rules. Right, is he back for a third time? Lucky, I think so. <laughs> Good. So, I went with a ladder match on that one with the Usos to retain. Jamie went for a standard tag team for the Usos to retain. Um Joe went for the use to retain, but Joe, in typical WWE style, has said that this will be a street fight, so it'll be an extreme rules match just with the street fight name.
3: Fair. So you yourself so have gone with the... the extreme rules match. Does that mean he loses the point? Because technically, yes. It's a street yes. Fight. No.
1: He, he does. He gets a po- <laughs> he gets a point for a stipulation, but he doesn't get the three points because it's not what the title was.
2: Correct. No, you do he does lose
1: for a point stipulation, at least. Yes, exactly. So, Dan, you're going for no stipulation, nope, new tag new team champions. Yeah, boy. Okay. Um, The Liv Morgan Carmella match, we had Joe. I uh, was going to tell you what, we'll go to Joe's last because yeah. this
3: is great. Go, no, let's go, so, let's see what Dan says first and then go over his. All right, Jane. Because
1: uh, right, he might have then, the
2: Dan. same. You, you don't know. Go on. I, th- I think they're going to build Liv Morgan up. I think she's going to get the win. The Standard match. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. <laughs> Jamie
1: Jamie also went with the standard match and Liv Morgan to win I went with the standard match, however I said in a way to get everybody on the card this will be a Lumberjill
3: match So it's <laughs> not a standard match then you gambled on a stipulation I've gambled
1: on a stipulation and Joe has done the biggest gamble since the <laughs> Americans elected Joe I, Biden into say, the White
3: House <laughs> I'm going to say if this comes in Taron has to give all of his quiz points to Joe.
1: I, do you know what? I <laughs> I will... I'll, I'll award Joe... If this comes in, I'll award Joe five points instead of three. So I'll give him two extra points. If five this comes points? In. Yeah. So Joe has gone for... <laughs> I'll give him ten. <laughs> Joe has gone for Liv Morgan to win in a hair versus hair match.
2: <laughs> oh, my God. That'll make the show. Brilliant.
1: Okay, so we'll, I tell you what, we'll stick with you then, Dan. We are now on the main event where Ooh. Roman reigns. He's going to make it rainy. he is, against the demon himself, Finn Balor, in a, an Extreme Rules match. We have a stipulation we do. Now, this is interesting because, of course, we have the return of the demon. And as far as I'm aware, the demon is undefeated in all the years of Finn Balor being around. I know he hasn't shown the demon persona for a good Probably two years he's probably been,
2: has it not? Um, or around Even that. longer, Certainly, I think. Yeah. Um, Last um, time he was Demon was when he faced Bray Wyatt when they did that Sister Abigail versus Sister uh, Demon match. Yeah. And then they kind of got rid of it because that was awful.
1: So this is going to be the first time he's undefeated under this moniker. Will we have a new Universal Champion in Finn Balor? Will Roman Reigns retain? And... Will this continue to be an extreme rules match, or will they get rid of the stipulation?
2: <laughs> now nah, it'll stay as extreme rules. I think it'll be match of the night. It'll go on for about half an hour, but ultimately the big dog is going to win. Okay,
0: big dog, big dog.
1: Cool.
0: Yeah, Robin Reigns to win. It's going to be it's extreme rules match. So I think it'll be a screwy finish. So either Brock Lesnar will come down and interfere, or. Oh, Paul Heyman will interfere. I think I think Finn Balor will have a good show in, but there but it won't be a clean finish. It'll, there'll be some shenanigans involved, definitely. Okay, Jamie?
3: Yeah, Roman Reigns will win.
1: I will also go with Reigns. I do agree with you, though, Joe. I think whether or not he comes down during the match, I think we'll have to possibly come down after Reigns has retained and um, hit the F5 this time and get the one up on him, ready for the crown jewel jack. The crown jewel jack. And then as as an additional prediction for a bonus 10 points to me, I will say that at the end of the night, the immortal Hulk Hogan returns as the host of the crown jewel jack. No, I'm joking. That ain't going (laughs) to happen. Brilliant. So they are our predictions. They are locked in. As it stands at the moment, the leaderboard looks like this. I'm on 22 points. Joe's on 24. Danny's on 28. And Jamie is on 34. So, will it have changed by the time of next week's show? Without
3: any stipulations, I could have got zero points and still be top.
1: <laughs> Technically, yes, depending on. <laughs> how, unless Joe gets his extra points because of hair versus hair. Do you? You know, we are going to award him the full five points if that comes in. I'd love it too, just to, to see what. It happens. was
0: supposed to do a hair versus hair with Mandy Rose and Sorry Deville, didn't he? But obviously, Sorry yeah. Deville got uh, a house got broken into, so they didn't do it. So they still. So they do want They've to have got the, the clippers in the then. back. They got the <laughs> clippers in the back. Just be like, well, if beauty's only skin deep, prove it, bitch. Like, and they're going to cut it off. <laughs> I mean, Fantastic. the logic
3: is there. I mean, Taron's kind of scared thinking it could happen. He's like, it makes logical sense. I mean, it's got every right it... to be there. It's a normal <laughs> stipulation.
1: <laughs> it does make logical sense. But like I said, when um, Dana disappeared earlier, he stopped, for it to be a hair versus hair match, they need more build. Not more build. They need more advertising of don't forget in two weeks time these two are facing each other and hair versus hair, teasing each other with clippers. Scissors, things like that. It's not to just announce it on SmackDown tonight and go. Well, by the way, you two are gonna settle off in a hair versus hair match in less than two night time. It's just not enough time to build the advertising for that match. But this is the WWE, and as I say, anything can happen in the WWE, including uh,
3: shoddy booking. It's a winner leaves for AEW match. <laughs> <Couldn't you imagine? laughs> it's a it's a battle royale between all the people that want to leave, and the winner gets a release of their contract with a no day
2: compete clause.
1: Winner's legal.
2: <laughs> well, Kenny Omega said this week that he thought that when well, he said that ninety percent of the roster want to leave and go to AEW. So you I never know. That. It's um,
0: a P forty five on a pole match. <laughs> <laughs>
2: did Gra- Grand any run down the ring? <laughs>
1: Did anybody watch Dynamite from last night? I know i will be watching house. it later. No spoilers, please. I mean, I watched it. Before,
3: so. I'm watching the I'll week tell before. you what. I will mute my headphones, and you can talk about it. No,
1: no, no. It's fine. We're not going to have a discussion. We shall wait. We can talk about it next week. Don't we you can worry. talk about
2: last week's because
1: like um, we spoke about last week's last week. <laughs> <laughs> um... Because it I is the Super Show this week, though, isn't it? So. It is. I have watched it. Um, a, a completely spoiler free review. It was all right. It was quite good. The crowd was hot. It was, I think, I read 20 Wasn't Bryan the first match? Kenny Omega, yeah. Daniel Bryan was the first match. I went to like
3: quarter past one and started it. But.
1: Yeah. That was the first match. The main event was uh, the Women's Championship, it was. Between Britt Baker and Ruby Soho. Ruby Soho. Um, Soho. Yeah, it was it was a decent match, uh, decent event. The um, Sting and Darby Allen versus FTR match was a decent enough tag match. Yeah, I can't really say much without spoiling any anything other than it was just a it was a standard show. You know, it was nothing like oh my god amazing. Look what happened. Look at this. Look who came back or returned or debuted none of that ah, happened it's maybe a standard on the, episode of dynamite in a large
2: arena maybe on the rampage that they've taped that i've read the results of there might be something happening with somebody coming in but
1: okay well i haven't i know that rampage was recorded wasn't it was not ready i have stayed spoiler free on rampage because i will watch it probably saturday morning so i have stayed stayed free so all good Right, shall we have a look at some news then, what happened? So, yeah, so he, he won the World title. he did. Uh, <laughs> just to annoy you, Jamie, by doing that. No, I haven't, I haven't seen Rampage, Jamie. I haven't seen the yeah, results, so okay. stayed away. Right, bit of news then for this week. So we've all been excited about... I say we've all been excited, that could be a complete lie. But we've all been enthralled by NXT 2.0. Uh, when it when it launched last week with a, with a fresh new looking format and there's been reports on the dirt sheets this week that Vince McMahon allegedly wants to make some more changes to the brand moving forward allegedly he's given the go ahead now for the brand to target the 18 to 34 year old demographic and he's had the support from the USA network as well to do that so that now leads to a potential and we do have to say potential for um, the in-ring work and the aggression and the promos to be harsher, the language to be harsher, things like that. Um, Additionally, as well on this, the reports also notes that there's going to be more leniency on female character gear as well, so there could be a bit more skin shown, rightly or wrongly. Um, but basically the brand, it wants to keep up with the current affairs with promos And the characters just built in have been more edgier Something they feel like they can get away with a bit more NXT rather than on Roaring Smackdown So is that a direction that we want to see the show go in? And, and just of these first two weeks from what you've seen, um you still on board with the revamp?
2: Yeah, gotta be fair, we watched NXT last night and I was I wanted to blitz through all so I could watch NXT. And it was a really good show. They're introducing so many new talents to start to give people gimmicks. They've got one guy, um, where, I mean, Joe Gacy's got like a um, psychiatrist gimmick. And then they've got Andre Chase. He's got a Chris Nowinski teaching gimmick. And they've got um, D'Angelo De Niro or whatever his name is. And he's got like a mafia gimmick. They're bringing in loads of different ones. And I think they're bringing in a superhero gimmick as well. they got loads of That's different possible. things happening. Yeah, they, had about, they basically got the APA in there now as well. They're bringing in a new version of the APA. So they're really like bringing in new characters. We've got a new talk show segment next week. Roddy Strong won the Cruiserweight title. It looks really good. Um, yeah, I'm well happy with it. And uh, Bron Breaker was on there, and he was in the main event this week as well. How was he? He was decent. It was Bron Breaker teaming up with Tommaso Ciampa going against Ridge Holland and Pete Dunne. Um, but yeah, he did really well. He got the the pin. Um, so, yeah, all, all well, good and happy.
1: Smashing, fantastic. Joe, are you enjoying it as much as Dan?
0: Yeah, it's, I, I'm really enjoying the new look. It's nice to see new people in NXT, you know, new faces, build them up for the ground up is, is majorly needed. And I think the new uh, way of going with either 18 to 35 bros the more aggressive style, I definitely think it helps NXT because... NXT is more for that hardcore viewer, you know. It was when it first started, so I think it'll definitely help having the more aggressive style
1: on that show, definitely. Do we think here's a here's a slight prediction for you? Do we think then because they seem to be pushing Bron Breaker right to the boom? They do. Will he be NXT champion before Christmas? And if not, will he be at it before WrestleMania next year? Or will it
2: be after WrestleMania? What do we think? I think they need to build him up. He's only been doing it for a couple of weeks, but it's one of those things. They need, they're need they going to ruin him, but they need to kind of build him up. And we're all enjoying his character at the moment, but I do think that there's going to be a little bit of work first before he goes. Through. I think more like a Carmelo Hayes or somebody like that will go for a title shot first. Uh, but they're still building him up. He's he's pretty good, but he's still a little bit green. So I would say after Mania, they can give him a solid build and then the crowd will be solid behind him, very similar to what they did with Raquel Gonzalez.
1: Brilliant. So we're enjoying it for what it is at the moment. First few weeks of success.
2: Loving it, yeah. It's, one of my, it's probably one of my favourite shows of the week. Brilliant.
1: Well, obviously, Triple H has been away because he's been dealing with the car jack event that we, of course, still don't know much more about. Um, But he has been on social media for the first time since he had his event in this operation, um, which is great to It sounds like he's recovering well. He said, I've been blown away by the outreach and support from many people. Uh, I'm recovering, doing well and deeply grateful for all the love in my life, especially grateful for Shawn Michaels and the superstars and crew of WWE NXT. Um, Steph and the girls love the snaps in brackets, so it sounds like they were sent some gifts. See you soon. Um, so it's good to hear that he sounds like he's he's on the mend. I I would assume I don't know about you guys, but I would assume that his in ring career now is probably going to be over. I don't think there's really any call to see him back wrestling anyway, even at a WrestleMania. But my worry is is that you've had somebody like Jerry the King Lawley who had a heart attack live on air, effectively. And he still wrestles now, and that's such a dangerous thing to do. And, I mean, he knows his body, and that's up to him. Um, but I think he's probably the exception to the rule. I think Triple H, that's probably it now. And he can continue to be an on-screen character when he comes back, when he feels fit and healthy enough. But I think his priority is to get healthy, get back into a position where he can be on the road and he can be in front of a TV camera and a live audience, but just in a on-screen speaking role.
2: Yeah, yeah, couldn't absolutely. have said it better. I I totally agree. I think you may have like the send off match, but he's already in the Hall of Fame. Um, yeah, I, I can't really see much more happening with it. You'd probably be more Hall backstage of fame by
3: and... himself, though, is he?
2: No, but that's yeah, I think that's the way he wanted to go in the Hall of Fame. You know, he didn't want it to be just put in on his own because it's basically him tooting his own horn. You know, he's one of the people who makes those decisions. But he's in the Hall of Fame regardless.
1: Exactly. OK, so news in regards to Fox this week and specifically the King of the Ring. So obviously it's been rumoured over the last couple of months that there's going to be both the King of the Ring and a Queen of the Ring tournament. Um, so it was previously reported that the King of the Ring and the Queen of the Ring tournaments would start on the October the 8th episode of um, Friday Night Smackdown the finals of both tournaments were scheduled, whether they still are or not, to take place at the Crown Jewel Jack um, in Saudi Arabia. Um, And effectively, it looks like it's happening, whether or not the finals do happen at Crown Jewel or not. But Fox has announced that it's lining up a a preview special for the tournament that's actually going to air next weekend on the 1st of October and the 3rd of October as well. Um, And that's going to preview. At the moment, I think it only is announced at the... The King of the Ring, um, that they're previewing. Of course, they could have the Queen of the Ring too when an official announcement comes out. But you know, the rumours now have been more or less confirmed. There's going to be a preview show, and it sounds as if we're going to get the finals at least at a Crown Jewel, um, if not the tournament itself, but
2: certainly the finals. So, who's going to win it? Xavier Woods. Yeah. Well, he's been saying for the past three years wanting wanting to bring it back. I want to compete in it. I want to win it. And they've built up two new D members now. I think it's ample opportunity. They could do it, or they'll do this thing where they'll get him to the final, they'll squash him, and then they'll give somebody like Carrion Cross the crown to be like King Carrion or something. Like Maid Marion, but King Carrion.
1: My prediction is he's not going to even be in the tournament. And that is just because I think that's typical WWE. They know he wants to be in it, so they won't even have him in the bloody tournament because there are souls like that sometimes. <laughs> um, I, I hope not. I hope he is in it. Uh, Mansour. Well, yes. Well, that's a very good point. If the finals are in Saudi Arabia, Mansour has already won the tournament. So, what is even the point of talking about it, I suppose? <laughs> um, but yes, we shall see what happens with that, and we'll see what happens with the Queen of the Ring as well. We'll see if a bold Carmella can win the Queen of the Ring tournament, hey, AJ. <laughs> she'll she'll yeah, need well, a win back. Yeah, she'll need a win back after she's lost her hair, believe me. Um, AEW are. Well, we, we've heard for a while now that AEW are allegedly going to be having a new championship introduced and we've thought for quite a while now it's going to be the trios championships however i don't know if you guys have seen the news today yeah it's more or less unofficially been announced that there's going to be a new women's championship that's going to debut don't worry jamie this isn't spoilers from dynamite yes but it's going to be the tbs championship so it's going to be Again, a mid card championship in the same vein as the television championship, good. the TNT. But I mean the TBS championship. I mean that was getting a bit I don't even know what the word would be. I playing.
3: think it I think it only makes like sense because obviously you've got the T N T title. They were like we don't want to have the T N T women's title. Rampage is on T B S. Let's just put call it the T B S title.
1: Are we in favour for a mid-card women's championship, or would we we'll rather or... turn a title? <laughs> a turn That's what it is. Well, turn yeah, yeah, team, no, yeah. But does, I mean, do but... they have
3: women's
0: tag team titles on AEW?
3: There's not enough women tag teams for it. I don't think they should have no. it. Is
0: there
1: is they just do to that tournament? Match? Don't they?
0: Is there enough women, though, for a
1: women's yeah. mid cartel? title? Because one yeah. may argue that they're not doing enough with the world title pictures with the women that they've got at the moment. So is this going to get lost in the shuffle, or is this a way to help build the women's division with having I two think, championships?
3: I think this is better for the women, because like I said, there's not a lot of massive like stars. Britt Baker can hold that title for a year, and no one will complain. But at least this gives women a different thing to compete for and for different women to start coming up. So you could have, like, Ty Conti win it and obviously build her up as a main roster. So I see, look at Dan's face thinking of Ty Conti winning the, the TBF <laughs> title. You can have all these people like the bunny in these matches because they're not good enough to be in the main event picture, but they are really good. So given this, kind of what the Intercontinental title does, you know if you win the Intercontinental title, you're going to go on to the main, main event picture at one point. So it's building up these wrestlers that are there that are just kind of having matches for the sake of having matches to try and build up their ranking to face Britt Baker and lose. Do we have a prediction then for who will be the first ever TBS
2: champion? Brandy Rose. Do you really reckon? (laughs) (laughs) Has to be done.
1: I will go with... I think... (laughs)
3: Did no, you say Brandy. Mandy Rose? Oh, I said Brandy. Yeah, Brandy Rose. I it, all I heard was Mandy Rose. And I, was like, I said Brandy Rose.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I am. Um, I think it needs to be to put some credibility on the channel. Jim, I think it needs no, to be man. someone who's already been the world champ, the women's Hita. world champion. So, uh, <laughs> no, no, no. I don't think it. I think it'll be Nyla Rose.
2: Karushida. It's Nia Jax.
1: I think it'll be Nyla Rose. No, no
2: Nia Jax is injured. She's out now. Yeah, she's unle- out.
1: Allegedly so. I don't even think she's injured. She injured, injured herself. She... <laughs> <laughs> she botched she's... herself. Poor Nia no. Jax. I, I think, think she gets so, some stuff. Someone,
3: somebody maybe like Chris Statlander. No, if, no, if never. She wanted, wanted, wanted to put her over and she was on this great winning streak. I know Dan and myself agree if it was anyone, we want it to be Ty Conti. 100%. And, and that's a great way to have her on the main roster because she's only been really doing dark elevation. Have a tournament for it. She does really, really well. Gets to the final. Maybe she loses to Statlander or the Bunny, for example. Sonny uh, Kiss.
1: Give it to Sunny Kiss.
3: You're just looking at AEW women's test because you don't know any of them, do you? <laughs> <laughs> Very true.
1: Oh, no, I do know a lot of them. Um, Ty I just Conti. think it will be. No, Nyla Rose, it has to be. If Ty Conti
3: wins the title this year, Britt Baker's the champion. What a time to be alive.
1: Right, so let's move on then. Just before we get on to our quiz, um, Dark Side of the Ring returned last week with a rather. <laughs> a rather interesting I it was an interesting episode. It was quite a harrowing episode. It was very exciting. Um and obviously <laughs> obviously we did we did speak about it last week and we did have a, a quick chat in regards to things. So we won't go we won't go too much into what happened last week in regards to Rick Flair and Tommy Dreamer, because we did we did touch on it last week, other than Tommy Dreamer and Rick Flair have both released statements effectively now. Um, again, we'll be careful in what we say. Effectively, Tommy Dream has come out and apologised for his remarks, which I think was the right thing to do. I do think that in the, what he said in his interview, interview was, you know, it's completely
3: out of order.
1: Well, effectively, that's what he says, and they unfortunately were completely out of order. Reg- and, you know, in, in the world that we live in today, there's absolutely no place for the type of thing that goes on or that allegedly went on on this plane. And the comments, you know, just they weren't called for. And he probably, whether or not the suspension itself that he's currently had, that we've since found out about, is the right form of punishment, because of course he isn't alleging, he hasn't been alleged to have carried out any of these offenses or whatever you want to call them. He's obviously just being punished for the comments that he said. So maybe a suspension is the correct punishment. I don't think he should lose his. People are calling for him to lose his job and be outcasted from wrestling completely. I don't think that's the right way. I think people need to learn from their mistakes. And his mistake in this instance was his choice of words. Um, I think I can understand what he was trying to say. He just said them in completely the wrong way. He came across in the wrong way. Um, so yes, in my view, he should be punished, and I think that the punishment is valid. Uh, Ric Flair has come out and it's an interesting one with Ric Flair because we've since found out that of course he's had his advertisements pulled, he's had a couple of projects pulled as well in which he was going through uh, it sounds as if Tony Khan won't be bringing him to a anymore he's because of everything of the
2: opening segment for the WWE any when they show he has, all the legends as well.
1: Like the signature, the woo, the woo, that's been taken out. Apparently his Comic Con um appearances have been pulled as well. And his statement was I wouldn't necessarily say it was an apology because he admitted to doing the helicopter and we don't know we don't need to go into detail of what the helicopter is, we all know what that <laughs> is. And that is completely unacceptable and wrong to have done that in front of a woman anyway. And he's admitted to do that. Um, I should say it's completely wrong and unacceptable to do it to a woman who's not expecting it and has not agreed to it. If you do it in front of your own wife because she finds it funny, that's different. <laughs> but, you know, in in the, the environment that experience. he did it with, the situation he did it with was completely unacceptable. And, he has admitted to that he of course has denied strenuously the allegations that he grabbed her hand and made her touch him inappropriately or anything other than that um and you know i think he did apologize really for uh, if he made anyone feel uncomfortable but i mean what 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 do we think is going to happen with flair now because of course he's if you want to call it his career, his, his wrestling career is over, as far as in performer we know that. And, you know, he, he is getting on a bit now. Is this it now for Flair? Do, or does he, you know, all being well with his health, he comes out of the spotlight for a couple of years and then and then comes back once the, you know, the heaters cooled. What what do we I think mean- happens from here?
0: I mean, with the where we live in now, you know, cancel culture is very rife. You know, what he did was unacceptable. I I'm not disputing that, but it, it's in the world of wrestling. You know, people have come back from where I mean, look at Hulk Hogan and all the stuff still he did. Food. He's back on TV, he's back on TV with the WWE oh. quite recently, and some of the stuff he did was quite pretty bad. He still gets booed I mean, pretty hard. Yeah, though. yeah, I think rick flair will stay loose, keep his head down for like a year or so and then wwe will probably have him back on like legends tonight or something like that this is the thing like
3: which charlotte is obviously the main women's wrestler in wwe is she gonna lose the title take some heat because of it
1: i don't think so because i think then that she she's the she's the innocent party and all of this. She's done absolutely nothing wrong. And for the WWE to
3: punish Rick Flair... But is going to get booed by the fans because of Rick? This is what I'm asking.
1: I don't think so, because even if they were, she's going to get booed anyway because she's a heel. So people aren't going to know any different of why she's getting yeah. booed anyway to a casual audience. And I think to punish her for somebody else's actions is completely wrong. And that, the last thing WWE want at the moment is, yes, he's not an employee of theirs anymore. He was actually, probably quite conveniently for them, released to couple of months ago now, wasn't it? Before all this came out um, for something completely you know, un- unrelated. So whilst he's not an employee, obviously, his legacy is through WCWN, WA and WWE. So they aren't going to want to portray themselves in any more of a negative light. So by derailing Charlotte for something that her dad did 20, nearly 20 years ago now, Um, before she was even in professional wrestling would be completely the, the wrong thing to do, in my opinion. And I don't think they would. Um... But we do have we do have another episode tonight at the time of recording. And it's dedicated, I said dedicated, it's the topic, should I say, is around Chris Canyon. And I am looking forward to this one because this one is obviously, I think it's going to be another difficult watch. It's going to be another hard watch. We all know eventually what happened with Chris Canyon um, and his mm-hmm. life he took a very sad turn, turn of events. Um, and I think it's just going to be, I think it's going to be interesting because he was certainly one of the very first openly, I say openly, openly gay wrestlers towards the end of his career anyway um and i think there are some stories as far as how he was treated differently and of course and that led towards the depression and the eventual unfortunate taking of his own life um so i you know i'll be the first to admit other than later and by later i mean 2001 later wcw and WWF invasion storylines. I don't know much about Chris Canyon other than WCW and, and, WWF and WWE, so I'm looking forward more to that just on the backstory side of things. And you know, hopefully, it, to an extent, it, a part of the program will almost pay homage to his life and his career in a positive mm-hmm. light as well. I would hope so. Um, I know Jay. Uh, Dan and Joe, you two are absolute mental cases and we've still not watched any ducks either in <laughs> how I don't know when it's probably the best wrestling series out there and it's now in its third season. So you really do need to watch it. But I'm sure you're looking forward to it,
2: I watched all of Young Rock in one evening this week, so that's good. Um, but yeah, I haven't watched uh, Dark Side of
1: the Ring yet. I have watched the first three episodes of Young Rock, and not to go off the tangent, I quite enjoyed it so far. It was alright.
0: I've watched two. I watched um, Chris Benoit, and I've watched the Owen Hart one, which is... Um, have you seen what's happened with Owen Hart? Yes. Yeah.
1: Yes, i tell you what. We'll move on to that in a moment. Jamie, just your thoughts on the Dark Side of the Ring for tonight?
3: Yeah, like I said, I don't know a lot about Chris Canyon, the same as you. Um, so it'd be nice to see a little bit of backstory is as well for him. All of the dark side of the rings have been really, really good and it's just like I said developing your knowledge of stuff that you probably didn't even know. So
1: Absolutely. Um and Joe, yes, did you want to um just take us off on that quick tangent before we do a quiz then? Because you are right, there was yeah. some rather big news this week we have forgotten to discuss. Yes.
0: So EW have announced that they're doing I believe it's called the Owen Hart Foundation. And it's like an Owen Hart memorial cup or something like that so martha hart who's like been massively anti-wrestling for or well, basically ever since owen hart she's certainly been
1: anti-wwe hasn't she
0: yeah they uh-huh. have the dark side of the ring as well suddenly i don't know how but tony khan's convinced her to have like a memorial like couple battle royal in owen hart's name and yeah i'm massively surprised because martha hart obviously they've had the Dark side of her would be massively anti WWE. So the fact that she's been won around by Tony Khan and I don't know what's gone on behind the scenes, but obviously something's been said and AEW, a different company. But yeah, it, I, I was massively surprised by that because she was so against it. And she was so, as I said, I watched the dark side of her, She was quite bitter as well. So I'm I'm really really surprised by that.
1: I think it it's a good point what you say there as well. I think it just points more towards that she's probably she's anti-WWE rather than anti-wrestling. I think she really wants the legacy of her husband's name to shine through, but she doesn't want it to be in the company that she feels effectively led to his, his death. So she can do it through a, you know, a popular still mainstream company that, you know, have no affiliation with how he died. Um, I, I can see why she's doing it. I think it's going to be, I think I read it's going to be called the Owen Cup or something like that, or the Owens yeah. Cup, something like that. And you write some sort of tournament or match. I think it's a tournament. But interestingly enough, they have also um, announced as part of this deal that they're going to be bringing it, it is licensed now for action figures. So there could very well be an Owen Hart figure. Um, released through the AEW line, and he's also licensed for the upcoming AEW video game as well. So Owen Hart's going to be in the video game, so we can have Owen Hart versus Jericho, Owen Hart versus Kenny Omega. We can have all these dream matches that we'd have liked to have seen. We can have Owen Hart versus Nyla Rose. <laughs> <laughs> we can have what we want. But uh, I think it's it's a, it's a positive step, and I'm glad that she's doing it and it further cements the fact that certainly whilst martha hart is still uh, around and still with us there's no chance that he goes into the ww hall of fame and this further cements it because he's now effectively affiliated with AEW. what i will say is is it'd be interesting whether Bret hart affiliates or back with AEW again because obviously their foot uh um, What was their first? What was AEW's first pay-per-view? Why has it gone out of my head?
0: Double
1: or nothing. Double or nothing. Or all line Yeah. uh, Sorry. Yeah. Um,
3: You had the Bret Hart made an appearance, didn't he?
1: Yeah, Bret Hart made an appearance to show the AEW World Championship to unveil the belt. I know Bret Hart and Mark Hart don't have the best relationship, but whether or not it pays away for Bret Hart to make more appearances with AEW, who knows? but it'll be interesting to see. And I think it's that we're all quite happy with Anything that celebrates the life of Rowan High certainly gets a big green tick in my book. Mm. Right, shall we quiz it?
2: Yes, we can. Let's get this oh. quiz done
1: to wrap up today's show. Uh, Jamie, you can now come off Google ready <laughs> for the I'm quiz. I'm now on word, thank you. Right, Dan, it's it your turn this week? And it is. what have you got for us? Some just generic
2: wrestling quiz. Have you guys got pen and paper?
1: Sport. Do indeed. We'll have, lead... <laughs> we'll have a quick look at the leaderboard. We'll have a quick look at the leaderboard. Dan on fifteen, so people won't be getting any points this week. So, uh, me and Joe are both on four. Jamie is on
2: eight. So, there's a chance for me or Joe to make some gains on Jamie here. Go for it. Okay. Your question number one: Who cashed in the money in the bank at the first Extreme Rules pay per view in 2009 to win the World Title? Lovely. You're number two, uh, Rocky Maivia, uh, not Rocky Maivia, uh Peter Maivia even, sorry, um, yeah. appeared in which James Bond movie?
1: Hey! Somebody, like you say,
2: has been watching Young Rock. They mentioned it in the last episode of Young Rock, and I was like, are you for real? So I googled it, and he played a card.
1: I, I haven't got to this episode yet, because I'm only three episodes, in, but I do know the answer, because I'm a big Bond fan.
2: Lovely. Yeah, I'll make you pick uh, from a bag with some balls in it afterwards. Oh, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> uh, number three, What uh, which is the only title Big E needs to become a Grand Slam champion? Ooh.
3: Okay.
2: Okay. Pretty straightforward. Number four, who has won WWF or WWE tag titles with Marty Jannetty, Bob Holly and Kane? Marty Jannetty, Bob Holly and Kane. Good mixture there, isn't it? He's won it twice with Bob Polly, twice with Kane, once with Myjanae. Five times.
3: I've won, yeah.
2: Cool. Well, yeah, it has to be. It's, It's got to be. Uh, number five, um, who held the TNA Knockouts women's tag titles the longest? <laughs>
1: I've totally got the routine for women's tag titles in
2: TNA. In, in <laughs> oh, I, I honestly don't know. I would tell you for how long but I've got that number as a tie break just in case. Ewe. Okay, you all got something? Yes. Yeah, but it's wrong. <laughs> number six, who won the 2013 Royal Rumble?
1: Okay, finally. More than
3: we
2: know. <laughs> number seven, how many times did the APA win the tag titles? That's the WWE slash F tag titles. Hmm. Was that number seven? Yes.
1: Yes, that's fine
2: then. Okay, number eight. Which tag team has held the Ring of Honour Tag Team Championships the most? They've won it 11 times. Ring of Honour? Yeah, Ring of Honour.
3: There's only one tag team from
2: Ring of Honour. Number nine. Which AEW star's real name is Austin Jenkins?
1: AEW, did you say?
2: Yeah. Austin Jenkins
1: to
2: get me uh, number 10 who won the first ever king of the ring in 1995 uh, 1985 sorry okay okay you all ready mm-hmm. yeah. so. okay so we'll start with we'll start with Jamie on this one who cashed in the money in the bank at the first ever extreme rules pay-per-view in 2009 to win the world title Jamie Apple Edge Taryn. CM Punk. Joe. CM Punk. It was CM Punk. Mm -hmm. Cashed in on Jeff Hardy. Uh,
1: Sorry, Dan, can you just repeat the last question?
2: Yeah, sure. Um, Who won the first ever King of the Ring in 1985?
1: I thought the first King of the Ring was in like the early 90s. Nope,
2: 1985. Oh, okay. Um, Number two (laughs) Pete Maivia appeared in which James Bond movie? We'll start with Joe. You Only Live Twice. Taron? It is
1: You Only Live Twice.
2: Jamie? Uh, live and Let Die. It was You Only Live Twice. <laughs>
3: <laughs> live
2: and Let <laughs> It uh, was an 80s one, wasn't
3: it? So I just went for it.
2: <laughs> Number three, uh, which is the only title Biggie needs to become a Grand Slam champ? Uh, we'll start with Joe. US title. Did anyone else have anything other?
3: No, I put the US
1: title. The United
2: as- States title. Yeah, boy. Uh, number four, who won the WWE or WF tag titles were Marty, Jannetty, Bob, Holly and Kane. Taron? Shaw sure, Michaels. Uh, Jamie? Hurricane. Joe? X-Pac. It was X-Pac. Yeah, good God. Yeah. I know Hurricane won it with Kane. It's got <laughs> to anyway. be.
1: It's got to be Kane.
2: Number five, who held the TNA Knockouts women's tag titles the longest? Uh, Joe? Beautiful people. Good shout. Um, Jamie. Blondes. <laughs> Terran. Um, I have no idea. So
1: I picked two wrestlers who I know have probably never tagged together. So I put Awesome Kong and Jordan Grace.
2: No, it was um, Eric Young and ODB. <laughs> what? <laughs> Fucking hell. Aren't Ladies and men?
1: gentlemen, impact wrestling.
2: <laughs> Number six. Aren't they men? What? No. Eric Young is a man, ODB is a But they were—they were married. They—they had a storyline going that they won the belts and they got married, and then they were like managing each other. But they had because they had no other women's tag teams, they just kind of managed each other and held the belts. Okay, number six. Who won the 2013 Royal Rumble? JoJo. I probably so can't remember. Taran. John Cena and Jamie. I put Randall Keith Orton. It was John Cena. Cool. Cool. Number seven, how many times have the APA won the WWE tag titles? Uh, Taron? Twice. Joe? Two. And Jamie?
3: I almost put two, but I went for three.
2: It was three. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> uh, number eight, which tag team has held the Ring of Honor tag titles the most with 11? Um, we'll go with Joe.
0: Um, Tyler Riley, Bobby Fish. I can't remember the tag. That's okay, Red Dragon. Um... Taron. Yeah,
1: I don't know. The Young folks.
2: And Jamie. The Dragons that are red. Red nope. Dragon. The Briscoe Brothers.
1: Oh, of course it is. The only other team I could think of.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Number nine. Which AEW star's real name is Austin Jenkins? Jamie. Adam Page. Taryn, uh, Austin Theory. I don't
1: think he's in AEW. He's not in
0: AEW, no, no. And Joe. Adam Cole, baby. It
2: was Adam Cole.
1: Oh, sweet Jesus. I got Adam. Adam.
2: Do I get half a point? No. <laughs> uh, number 10, who was the first ever King of the Ring champion in 1985? Uh, we'll go with Joe. Holly Race. Second ever. Taryn. I haven't got a clue. I said it's Iron Sheep. Um, he lost uh, the winner. And <laughs> Jamie?
3: Uh, I believe you'll find the answer. Oh, here we go. It's cool. <laughs> I don't know I think
1: I know who it was now but I won't have the point because I got it wrong but I think now you said the answer. was it Don Morocco it was after Don Morocco after I looked on
3: Google <laughs> and
2: found <'Cause> out I, <laughs> I thought it was Harley Race as well um, and then but luckily I checked it before putting down Harley Race and yeah it was Don Morocco
1: lovely Well, I got
2: four <laughs> I think Joe's won this one
1: Well, how many did you get?
2: You can see the kick. If he's
1: adding
3: it all up, that means he's taking the longer. I
1: want time. to say he's got five. five
3: or six. Five. How much did you get Jamie? Um I got two. Ah, oh, there we go. Right, US so Joe gets the point. and points.
1: <laughs> so that puts down on fifteen uh Jamie on eight, Joe on five, and
2: I'm still on He's back at bottom. <laughs> I'm back at
1: bottom. I certainly am. Oh dear me. Right, Daniel, where can people find us on the socials?
2: You can find us wherever you get your podcasts on the Deezers, the spotify's the Apple Musics, wherever you get your podcasts ready. Um, you can actually listen to us straight through uh on Twitter by clicking the link as well. But yeah, we're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Um, feel free to give us a like, a comment, a follow. Uh, we're regularly asking questions and posting, so feel free just to drop us a comment. You know, we give the best sort of comments a shout out as well. But yeah, get involved, get in touch.
1: That's right. Yes, give us a follow at Show. Right, good show, everybody. Um, enjoy Extreme Rules this Woo. Sunday. If you remember, it's still on. I will probably watch it after work on Monday, so no spoilers, please.
3: Um, <laughs> I don't forget. Seth uh-huh. no. Broken school sessions on Sunday. I'll probably give that one a miss. I might watch it eventually. We'll I'll see. give it a watch.
1: Uh, but yes, enjoy the show. Uh, Jamie sign us off.
3: I must bid you adieu. There <laughs> are you
0: guys.
2: Bye. Bye. Old one. Arm drag.
0: Brett screwed. Brett. It's me, Austin. I did that. For the rock. Oh, shut your mouth, wearing fatty. Number four, armbar. I am Sir Michael Cole. What? Right.